Zion, Amud Bey's on the bottom line. The Mishnah had said, we put this in right angles, if she insists, uh, the woman, that she is innocent, uh, it's a paraphrase of the Mishnah, but it's basically they would bring her to the uh, eastern gates. They would bring her up to the eastern gates. Now, the thing is, what does it mean they would bring her up? Hasam. Kaima, that, that's where she was. The whole discussions that were going on previously were in the Lishkas Hagazis, which was on the same level. So why exactly is she going up? She was there already on that level. Well, because the Mishnah is kind of hinting to the fact that they were Damaskinanla Umachtinanla. They would bring her up and bring her down, and bring her up and bring her down, and make her basically walk all around, up, down, up, down, up, down. Why? So as to kind of wear her out or, or tire her out, which is one of the methods that they would use to try to get people who weren't telling the truth to actually come clean. Desanya, like we see in the following Brisa, which goes for two and a half lines. In general, when there was a case in court based in Masian Esa'edim, the uh, basin would take the witnesses, um, let's say they were giving testimony in a capital case, they would bring them to here and bring them to there, ostensibly so that the witnesses could give the uh, testimony exactly what happened, but they would also have them go up and down and here and there, why so that they'll basically their mind frame should get a little bit confused, uh, or not such a clarity if case they're uh, trying to lie, and they will uh, more easily be willing to back out if what they're saying is not true. That's the end of the Brisa. The mission had said, Shamashkin, etc. And listed a bunch of other issues that take place over there. So, Bishlam, I squiggling on the Bishlam when it comes to Sotos and underlying Sotos women who have to go through the Sotra procedure. It actually says in the Isha, the Kohen stands up the woman, Lifnei Hashem, before the Lord. That Lifnei Hashem indicates in that place, which is uh, looking into the Azara. Also, the Pasuk says, And the Kohen stands up, the Hamitahir, the one who's becoming Tahor. And then the Pasuk continues, the etc. is really the echo when it says, Lifnei Hashem. Eli, squiggling in the Ella. When it comes to the third category that the Mishnah had mentioned, the Yoledes, the women who had given birth, my Taima. What's the reason there? It certainly doesn't uh, say it Mefurish in the Pasuk. So, Ilema, if it's because Mishum de Asian Vekaimen a Korbanayu, because we want them to come and stand and be there along with their Korban as it's being processed, de Sanya, like we see that concept in the following Brisa, that a person bringing the Korban should be by that Korban, uh, says this Tanaic source, uh, it's, uh, goes for just over a line, Ein Korbanish Ladam Karav, in general, a person's uh, sacrifice isn't processed unless he's standing there well if that's the reason that we have these people who normally would be staying far away from the Azar because of their current Tuma level but we have them come close so they could see then then the Korban is also brought by a man who's a Zav or a woman who's a Zavash they should also have to stand there and the Gemara answers incredibly yeah that's Right, they also have to stand there. But didn't the Mishnah list off three things and that was it? Didn't mention Zavin and Zavais. Vetana and the author of the Mishnah, who didn't mention them, simply Chadaminayu Naka chose one example of the uh, situation with uh, somebody who 
um, somebody who has to bring a particular carbon and should be close to the Azara so that they can witness their carbon being processed. Period. Tanra Banan. The Gemara brings a price that goes for exactly three lines. The issue of this price is going to be processing two Sota women at the same time. Uh, we do not do two Sota procedures at the same time. Kedei, what's the reason? So that uh, one of them won't feel comfortable with her with her friend, in other words, like uh, we'd call like a false sense of confidence. We do not want to give that to either of the ladies. Rabbi Yehuda, who we box, is a Tanaic opinion who says that's not the reason. Rabbi Yehuda, loy min hashem That's not the reason for this. Kama ella amar kra. It's basically the pasuk. The pasuk says one word. Apparently, it's plural for this word. Oisa her, which equals levada. So the whole sota procedure should be done individually. One. A uh, woman at a time. Okay, that's the end of the Tanaic source. Now, why did the Tanakama not just want to say, we have a puzzle that says, I saw the Tanakama, comma, Haksiv, the puzzle does say, one word quote, oh, you saw. So why did the Tanakama have to give some sort of like uh, psychological reasoning? Why don't you say the puzzle says it like that? Oh, you know why? Because who's the Tanakama of that Tanaic source? Tanakama, Rebbe Shimon, he, underline Rebbe Shimon, because Rebbe Shimon, as we see throughout, the Shas Bavli is the Tana who um, is the one most associated with the concept of the Darish Ta'am Dekra. Rav Shimon looks through the whole Torah and uh, gives explanations and reasons for why things are done. Kama, connect to Matam Kama. And therefore, Rav Shimon is basically giving an understanding or explanation. Colon, and it goes like this. Matam, why is it that the Pasuk says, quote, Oisa, end quote, Levada, which, why is it that the Pasuk indicates that? Here's the reason, because we do not want uh, the possibility of a false sense of confidence getting into the mind frame of a Sota woman. What difference does it make at the end of the day, both according to the Tanakama, who we said was of Shimon, or according to Behuda, you can't do two at the same time? Well, you actually would have a distinction by a Roisosois. Let's say you have two women who are terrified. They're like, they're shaking. They're so scared. It's pretty clear that they're not going to be encouraged to go through with it just because there's some other woman who's uh, who's also trembling as she's going through it. The Roises says, me, Mashkin, one second. According to Rabbi Shimon, do we even go through? Um, according to Rabbi Shimon, even a Roises, would we give her to drink with another one? You can't do, like when you have a mitzvah to do, you have to do it uniquely. You can't do piles of mitzvahs together. Desani, like we see in the following four line Tanaic source, the Brisa starts here. Says the Brisa, you do not give to drink two Sota women at the same time. You also don't um, do the process of making tahor two different mitzvahs at the same time. You don't bore the ear of two slaves at the same time. This has nothing to do with like um, uh, That's you just don't do two things at the same time. You do each one separately and specially and uniquely and individually. If you have to um, do the egla rufa ceremony, you don't do two of those at the same time. Uh, why the reason of all these is because you don't do mitzvahs it's sort of like bundles they're doubled up that's the end of the Tanaic source Amar Abaye Kahana he comes to explain what's going on here like Hasha there's no difficulty it depends how many Kaihanmen there are to process them 
Khan, where we say you can't do two at the same time, which should mean, let's say, two Soto women at the same time, that's Bekoen Echad. If there's one Kohen processing both of them at the same time, that's where it's not allowed. Whereas Khan, where we said it would be okay, would be by Shnei Kohanim, if there are two Kohanim, each one processing a separate Sota woman. The Mishnah said, The Kohen grabs onto her clothes. We have a price that goes three lines till the two dots. The Pasuk by Saita, it's Pasuk Yudches, says, Upara es Roisha Isha, you uncover the head of the woman. So you only know that you take her hair covering off. Gufa minayin, how do you know that you also uncover uh, parts of her body that are normally covered? Tamuloimar, the extra word that says, ha. Isha. In other words, the puzzle could have just said upara es roisha. Instead, it said upara es roish ha isha. The ha isha comes to include even the woman. It gets uncovered parts. Well, then why do you have to say upara es roisha? If you're uncovering her, you're uncovering all of her. Well, here's the reason why. Not only does the Kohen say uncover the hair covering which he has, but also, I guess uh, many of the women used to have their hair braided, uh, he would also undo the uh, braid. The Mishnah said, etc., which sounds like Rabbi Yudah said if she's got a nice chest or she's nice looking, you basically don't uncover her. Uh, the Chachamim didn't say that. Sounds like from here, and this is a question the Gemara is going to develop over the next seven lines, till first one line is Ha'ish Niska, I put a long question marking in the margin. Lememra, is that to say from our Mishnah that when you have Rabbi Yehuda versus the Rabbana, that Rabbi Yehuda, I underline Rabbi Yehuda, Chayish Lehir is concerned that there might be men out there who will have uh, thoughts about her because of her uh, being revealed in public, exposed in public, and the Rabbanan, who I underline, Lo Chayishi, they're not concerned with that, question mark, comma. The thing is, we apparently have these two opinions saying, the opposite. We've, the opposite we've heard of uh, them saying, Desanya, like we see in the following four line, a perfect four line brysa. Says the brysa, Ha'ish, I squeal on Ha'ish. This brysa is discussing the issue of when you have to give the uh, death penalty of stoning, where we first uh, throw the person uh, off of like a two story building. Ha'ish, uh, the man has one little sort of uh, uh, piece of cloth in uh, the front of him by his private part. That's how he's covered, but he's basically uh, unclothed. Ha'isha. And the woman, Shnei Prakim, two little pieces of material, Achad Milafanel, one in front of her by a private part, Vachas Milachare, and one behind her. The reason is because the anatomy of a woman is such that you'd have to do it behind also. Shekula Erva. Kula means all, meaning like in the front and the back. The way that Hashem placed a, a female's reproductive organ is it's uh, kind of visible from the back as well. Divrei, that's according to Rebbe Yehuda. We underline Rebbe Yehuda. He basically has women being, uh, during the death penalty ceremony, being uh, unclothed. Whereas the Chachamim, I underline the Chachamim, the Chachamim say, Chachamim, a man unclothed, but a woman, where the nature of women's desire for men or men's desire for women, if it's a woman who's being executed, about to be uh, killed, but a woman, no, she is properly clothed. Uh, when she gets the death penalty of Skila. Here the Chamim seem to uh, be very concerned with Yerhura when it comes to women. So uh, what do these opinions hold? So, Amar Raba, I uh, circled Raba's name. The bottom line, the first word is Rava, I circled Rava. So uh, Raba, I put a number one in the margin, and Rava, I put a number two in the margin. Amar Raba, here's the distinction. Ha ha, 
I wrote about that Saita. By the Sota case, the woman there. Time of my. What's the reason that Rabbi Yehuda would say she should remain properly covered uh, if she's a uh, if she's an attractive woman? Shema me based in Zakois, because you never know. She might uh, be meritorious and, and leave based in. And then she'll uh, live many happy years after that. And the problem is that the uh, the young Kohanim who saw her unclothed, uh, not properly attired, will uh, their their whole lives have these uh, strong hirhurim for her. And uh, that is something that we definitely do not want. Why Pirchei Kahuna and not others? Because the Pirchei Kahuna were the ones who were most likely around. But any man who saw that could have an issue of... Uh, um, certain desires for her uh, afterwards, and that we can't have. Whereas Hossam, that's the woman who is getting, she's basically going to get killed. She's uh, in the process of being uh, Niskelas, getting this, uh, the death penalty of stoning. Ha, Miss Takla, I think that's the way it should read. Well, she's basically going to be like smushed like a cockroach underneath a person's shoe by this uh, massive rocks that are being piled on top of her. And, and therefore, uh, there certainly won't, won't be uh, many hirhurim uh, for a dead, smushed woman. And if you want to say, well, one second, if they see one woman unclothed, they might come to be inflamed and have uh, unnecessary uh, negative, uh, for them, passionate thoughts about other women. Well, that's just not true, because Ha'amarava, Gemiri, we have a tradition, and I underline this entire next line, that the way the Yitzhahor works in general is it basically will only rule over a person with that which a person sees. Um, and that which a person sees might see an unclothed woman, but when he sees her crushed like a, like a cockroach under a shoe, afterwards that will certainly uh, kill any uh, desires that he may have had uh, for that woman, or for that matter, for any other woman, uh, at least for the time being. I'm a Rava. Um, so Rava says that's wonderful, Rava. So you've answered the apparent stira in Rebbe Yehuda, to Rebbe Yehuda, Arbe Yehuda, it was a kasha, and you, d- you explain the difference. However, durabanan, ad durabanan, loy kasha, question mark. What about the rabbanan? There's a steer in the rabbanans. The rabbanan in our Mishnah seem to indicate that we're not choshish for hirhurim, whereas when it comes to giving out the death penalty, we are. So uh, Rava takes a shot at it. He basically can explain the other side. Ella, he's squealing around the Ella, and we had circled Rava. He's a second approach. Ella, ma Rava, durabuta, durabuta, loy kasha. Why? Kiddushaninan. Same way that Rabbah answered it. Kama, as far as the Rabbanan, the Rabbanan, the Rabbanan, Nami Laikasha, that's also no difficulty. Here's the difference between a Saita and a woman who's getting the death penalty of Skila. Hacha Taimamai, when it comes to the Sota woman, why is it that the Rabbanan will say that uh, she should be unclothed? You know why? Because it's very important that the other ladies in the uh, community and the population uh, get proper uh, musr from this. That's why it's important that uh, this be done so uh, publicly and, and embarrassingly for her. Whereas, Kama, Hasam, in the case of a uh, woman who's getting the death penalty and comes like say, Skila, you basically have no bigger uh, musr uh, than this, that she's basically getting killed, regardless of whether she's clothed or not clothed. And if you want to say then, within the Rabbanan, why not do both? Why not give her the uh, skila and also uh, let her be unclothed? Well, Amrav Nachman, I don't know his name, he explains, Amrav Baravua, Amar Kra, 
based on the concept in the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, You should love your neighbor as yourself. In other words, your friend, your colleague, which in this context is understood as misa yofe. Choose the, I mean, it has to be put to death, but choose the uh, easiest way to go. Period. The Gemara now asks, well, one second, that which Rav Nachman told us two lines ago, Lema, should we say that Rav Nachman then is a Tanoi, based in a Machlokas Tanoi? And she's the Gemara, lo. Kama Dukulayama. Everyone would hold Islahud Rav Nachman. They all agree with Rav Nachman's basic principle. The issue is going to be, what is a more loving thing to do? Is it more loving to have the person unclothed with the embarrassment, but when they die, they'll die that much quicker because they have no clothes on? Or is it more loving to save them the embarrassment, have them clothed, but it might be a little bit longer the, uh, for the death to uh, uh, kick in? The hachba kamifli colon. Mars, over the Rabbanon of the opinion, bizyoyne adif degufe. Bizyoyne is sort of like that social embarrassment is is much uh, more important, or we'll say intense to a person more than the physical pain, and therefore they'd rather have a little bit more physical pain. And therefore, clothed, even though it might take that little bit longer for them to die. Whereas Mar Savar, that would be Rabbi Yehuda's of the opinion, that Sar de Gufe, Odifle, Tfemimizyone. No, no, people don't want to feel physical pain, and that's more central to them than whatever potential embarrassed situation, and therefore uh, it would be, uh, the death penalty would be administered clothesless, even for a woman. The mission had said, Vahaisim Mechusa, Levana, if she was wearing white clothes and they were nice, uh, she would, they would switch her clothes. Tana, we have a little bright, it goes just over line. Let's say she's in black clothes and she looks very nice in black clothes. They would choose like real ugly, icky type of clothes for her to wear. The mission continued. Let's say she has uh, gold jewelry, they would remove it. So the Gemara asked, Pshita, like, of course they would remove the gold jewelry because we see the principle in the Mishnah is hashta nevuli minavila. We're trying to do things to actively make her look ugly. Hanimi baya, do you have to even tell me that you would take off? Like, why would the Mishnah even have to say that you take off the, the jewelry? Well, here's the reason why. Interesting. Mauditema, because you might have thought to say, actually, if you're making her look, look, look all ugly and taking her clothes off, Bahani Isli it's actually more embarrassing if you keep her nice jewelry on. Kadamri Inchi, similar to what people say, the famous saying of Shaliach Artil Visayim Misane. Shaliach is, he's like sent forth, like he's given, like basically took all of his clothes off. Artil, and he's standing there buck naked, Visayim Misane, but he's wearing his shoes. That that is maybe even more embarrassing than wearing the sh- uh, wearing than wearing nothing. So to a woman who looks in a terrible situation and uh, is is uh, but has this fancy jewelry on could also be even more embarrassing. That's what you might have thought to say. Kamash know that uh, her uh, jewelry is to be removed. and they would bring a rope. And uh, we ask now. When we say chevel hamitzri. Is it uh, that you have to use sort of like this Egyptian type of rope or not? A, Odilma B, A, is the reason we don't basically want her clothes to fall all the way off. Uh, from her, who? And therefore, any sort of small, you could use like sort of dental floss or string or anything. Uh, Odilma, or maybe I squiggle it on the Odilma, Odilma B, Possibly, Mishum Damar It's because of what uh, we have the famous, we'll see it on Daf Tess. Uh, he Chagra when she was uh, 
fooling around with the guy other than her husband. She uh, girded herself with like that fancy type of uh, band. That's why uh, when she's going through this later, the Kohen will bring a... Uh, which is like particularly degrading and embarrassing, and, and tie it above <coughs> her, uh, her chest, and therefore it would be ma'akev, we need to have specifically a chevel mitzri, not some uh, normal string. That's the question, Amarlei. So it says back, um, Rav Huna to uh, Rabbi Abba, Tani Sua, we have a Tanaic source that would show that it's like the A of the Aodilma B. The Tanaic source goes from here to lines, and then uh, it would bring a Chevel uh, Mitzri, and it would uh, use to tie uh, above her uh, chest, I dot underline, so that her clothes, Begadeha, will not um, fall off from her. So basically the reason would be it's a practical issue if we don't want all her clothes to fall all the way off. Anyone who wants to come and see can come and see. Now, the etc. is it seems like there's a, uh, a contradiction here. Hagu Fakasha. Colon Amris on the one hand, we quote part of the Mishnah. The Mishnah said, Anyone wants to come and see what's going on here with the Sulta a lady procedure comes. Alma, it follows from there, Loishna Gavri, Loishna Nashi. Doesn't make a difference, men or women, come on, come all. But yet the Mishnah, when it continues, it says, quote, four words, or we'll call it, say it right now, they're permissible to come and see. The ladies are permitted. That sounds very much like Nashim in, ladies, yes, Anashim, but men, lo, like only the ladies are invited. So which one is it? Is it everyone or just the ladies? Amrabaye. We have two answers here. I circled Abaye's name two lines later. First one line is Rav. I circled Rav's name. Here's the two approaches. And with this, we will conclude the Shir for Daf Ches. Says Abaye, Tirgema a Noshim. Understand it, the Reisha also, when it says anyone wants to come and come, yeah, as long as you're female. You could be a 20-year-old female, a 10-year-old female, or a 40-year-old female, but you have to be female. That is the way Abaye understands the Mishnah. Rava, who we often point out is the one who uh, uh, would prefer a more precise reading of the way things are uh, printed, the words that are used in the Mishnah, Amrle Rava. So I know Rava, Rava says to Abaye, but that's not what it says. Read the words. Vaha, call Haroid Silirois Baroy. Like anyone. Sounds like men also, Kitani. That's what it says. Exclamation point, comma, Ella. So I squiggle underline the word Ella. Rava gives his own understanding. Ella Amar Rava. Anyone wants to come, men, women, anyone. However, when it comes to the ladies, there's even like a, a higher level of requirement to come. It's not only optional, it's chayavais liraisa. And I'm the word chayavais, it would be they have to do it. Like the passing indicates, and uh, should be taken, um, reprive, reprove, or basically they should uh, take a lesson, who, all the ladies, and uh, not to do like the uh, improper actions of uh, this woman. Adkan.